Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We provide fan-oriented and analytic discussions on a variety of animated shows, movies, and anime, currently featuring Steven Universe and Miraculous Ladybug, among others. I am Dylan Heisen, and today I am joined by Delaney Stovall. Hello. Justin Cummings. Hey. And Michelle Andrew. Hey. Uh, today we will be. Uh, this will be the first of our Steven Universe roundtables discussing a specific Steven Universe topic. Uh, today we'll be discussing Steven's character. Uh, in addition, we are welcoming Michelle to the podcast. This is our first one, and Justin back, his second one. Um, you can check. Uh, they've both written blogs for OverlyAnimated.com/blogs. You can check that out, and you can also check out. Uh, Michelle's YouTube channel, Purview Productions, and more on their bios and stuff at OverlyAnimated.com. So yeah, I want to, I'm going to try to like do these Steven Universe roundtables probably weekly. Uh, So as I realized, we had no Steven Universe content recently, mostly because Cartoon Network like doesn't think the show exists anymore. So basically, (laughs) yes. I I looked this up. In the last um, five months, we have had one week week where there's been new episodes of the show <laughs> one week one week so i don't i don't really understand um it's and and like when it does come back it's going to be another stupid steven bomb right so this is fun yeah. so yeah. it's only been all clarence for like forever uh although they are, they are starting doing. oh i forgot about this they're starting the new powerpuff girls next month in, i'm so excited in a similar slime time slot to, to SU, right so uh yeah so we're going to be doing these uh topic specific topic discussions going over a specific character a uh uh two character dynamic uh and the mythology elements in the show a future uh like predictions if you have anything you'd like to see us uh talk about specifically you can contact us at overlyanimated.com i'll be looking for topic ideas and we'll have some combination of this of the four of us plus sam on hopefully each friday to discuss steven universe yeah so uh let's okay so i hit on that oh yeah okay the last thing i needed to remember to say um briefly uh not related to steven universe but we're not gonna have a chance to talk about this on any other podcast is today we had the new voltron series announced um well it was announced before but today we learned that this is Korra 2.0 and this is kind of a big deal for for like our specific group uh probably not a big deal for anyone other than like Korra. that's right uh, yeah, so this is this is like the show that half of the core crew went to when that show finished. So um, this you can look at more details on our social media accounts, and um, we will definitely be covering the show. Very excited, um, and it's this is like yeah, this is the legacy of the of Korra and Avatar. So very the exciting. second great Korra migration will begin. Yes, and it's it's an interesting an interesting. Uh, place for them to go to to reboot Voltron. I'm not super familiar with the series, but it seems Oh, I'm so excited. It seems it seems very interesting. So we'll do, we'll be definitely covering that in the future and something to look out for. Okay, let's get into uh talking about Steven. So, um throughout this podcast I'm going to reference uh the article Michelle recently wrote for us called entitled Why You Should Believe in Steven. I've linked to it in the podcast description and it's great and Imagine check just it pull out. it up while you listen. Just pull it up and read it. Yeah, I mean, I'm, well, we're going to like quote it, so you can might, you might as well. Yeah, it's long. I wouldn't read the whole thing. No, it's definitely worth worth. Not it. read it's the whole very thing. readable length, and uh, we'll break it down here. So I guess okay. So we're talking about the character of Stephen. Um, I guess the place to start, honestly, is like where I would have. It's it's also like where Michelle starts in in the article is that. I first heard about Steven Universe kind of like when it was announced, right? And I was a big fan of Rebecca Sugar on Adventure Time, so this kind of seemed like a big deal, her getting her own series. Um, and then I like saw that its lead was like a, uh, like a young boy, and I was a little bit like questioning that. It definitely like toned down my excitement for the series because I was kind of expecting um, this very feminist show and like super progressive and stuff like that. Um, so I didn't necessarily check it out right away, and it got took me a little bit too, of people saying, you know, like it's incredible, it's incredible to get to get into it, um, and it's it's like it's not instantly apparent how kind of progressive and incredible of a character Stephen is. Did anyone else have this like reaction right away when when like approaching Stephen Universe? Yes, absolutely. Yes. 
Yeah, and it was like all I heard is that like it was really like, oh, Delaney, you should watch it. It's gay, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, Steven's kind of adorable and like, un- you know, totally not problematic. Oh, ding, number one, <laughs> not problematic character ever. And but then it turns out it's like Steven himself is such like an incredible character. Yeah, and it's it's it it's- the crystal gems. You stay for Steven. I, I feel like a, like a lot of people oh. do think that. Yeah, go ahead, Michelle. Sorry. Um, I was thinking, because um, when uh, the the show first started, I think, like, even, like, when the pilot first came out, people kind of, because there, there was a lot of hype around Rebecca Sugar at that point, too, because there was, like, all that stuff about, like, oh, first solo, like, female creator for Cartoon Network and history of the studio. And I think, like, that kind of added an element of, like, people kind of hoping, like, well, you know, if anyone's going to do something that's, like, super progressive, like, it will probably be her, right? You know, which might not have been a fair assumption, but I think, like, that was definitely a part of it, too. And when we saw, like, such a seemingly, like, normal, average-looking, yeah. like, white, young, titular, like, main character, I think that's, like, when people were kind of a little unsure, you know, how different of a show it was going to be from things like Adventure Time or Clarence. Yeah, definitely. Like, I, the, the hype was real for Rebecca Sugar, like, even oh, yeah. before this series. Because mm-hmm. it, it was just very apparent from watching Adventure Time. Her episodes were always, like, these big ones. Like, she had the song episode. She had, I guess, more progressive episodes, too. And, um, yeah, it was definitely, like, a little disappointing. Like, it's, it's oh, this is just another Adventure Time. Because Adventure Time's great, but it's it's definitely lacking this progressive element that we get from, from we ended up getting from Steven Universe, for sure. Um, and... I, I just even when I was watching it, I think it's just not apparent what they're what like they're doing with Steven. It's it... <laughs> well, well, it's a lot of it's like some of the episodes like when we've talked about this before is like kind of early Steven. We still have this problem is that like we'll have like, oh, this episode's so good. Like we get Rose's scabber this episode mm-hmm. and then it'll be like episodes like Cookie Cat, which I love Cookie <laughs> Cat. But like, you know, I don't even think that's the name of the episode. Is that the name oh, of the episode? Jim Glow? Yeah. Jim Glow. Yeah. yeah the... No what episode get some of the names mixed up but like you know we have these and we still have that which make it Stephen bombs make it so apparent how we have episodes like this and i think that has to do a lot of it because those episodes tend to be more i mean the entire it's the show steven universe steven's the main character and when we have episodes like that it, it's like what are we doing with steven like it's just really been more of the more recent episodes where we're like oh steven you know who would you know what like who steven is and like how he's growing and developing as a person and like as this character and i think it's very it's very difficult for to gauge especially when we have this steven bomb format like what they're doing with steven when you have an episode that like just blows you away like all the paradox episodes we've had and then you have like a weird episode that it's like has nothing to do with anything and you're just like well that was a cute episode but i didn't really understand the point of it yeah well i just like i think it's also like that um, if you were watching the show from the beginning, it would have taken maybe a year, year and a half, because the show is very much different now than it was kind of yes. early yeah, on in season sure. one. So we've definitely seen like a progression from how they're dealing with Steven to the point where like we understand that he's kind of uh, this, it, like, I guess one of the main points I think that uh, Michelle makes an article is like, the one of the best ways to kind of be progressive and subversive is to to is to like portray the thing that like you are being subversive to and uh show like it being different (laughs) like steven let's Mm -hmm. let's 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 read this quote from michelle's article steven embodies a very subversive form of boyhood as he is characterized characterized by an amalgam of both feminine and masculine traits rose inherited vulnerability uh okay oh no okay I, I, of course, read <laughs> traits, end quote. So, like, yeah, he has these things about him that uh, that subvert normal um, masculine uh, kind of uh, character traits. Um, in, in, his character in and of itself is inherently kind of a subversion because he, like, is, is his mom. And, like, yeah. he gets, like, the pink mm-hmm. shield, right? And he's very defensive. Um, it's, it's just, it's, like, recognizing that... <laughs> Uh, Steven not only is like it's not like the decision to make Steven the main character in the show is progressive in spite of it it's like the show needed to have Steven yeah, as the main sure. character yeah. 
That's yeah. that's kind of like the big realization I think with him. Well, he takes he, a lot of times he even takes like the background in a way that like is really um, subversive in that like he's the main character. He had to be the main character. That's how all of this has to function. But in a lot of episodes, he's not really the main character, exactly. especially in more recent episodes. He's in the background, and he and Stevens like. You know, he's there and he's cheering everybody on and like he wants to help the Crystal Gems, but it's not because he thinks he knows better or that he's should be in charge. He just wants to help. I think that's something the show kind of had to figure out a little bit, too, because when you're mentioning like early episodes of Steven kind of falls into this kind of boring pattern where it's like Steven does something that causes a problem and then he fixes it. But the gems don't fix it. He does. And it's kind of yeah. like this weird, like, but they're, like, so much older and experienced. Why, why don't they? Like, I remember when I first watched Gem Glow, I was just kind of like, why are the gems, like, behind the hand when the monster's attacking for, like, ever except as, like, a convenient plot device so that Steven can, like, you know, save the day? And that was something I was a little worried about as the show continued. But then after, like, say, like, the 15th episode, like, that's really not what Steven does anymore. And I and I agree with Delaney. I think the fact that he takes the background in so many more recent episodes is so great because it not only lets the, the other characters develop so much more, but, like, it doesn't really diminish the fact that he is the main character and that it's still from his perspective. It just, like, adds so much more, you know, like, flavor and color to the rest of the world that isn't so specifically about him. You know, and that is pretty and it, cool. And it reinforces this, like, you know, they like, you know, a lot of times you have a show and it's like, oh, OK, we have this main character. And yeah, he's they're usually a guy, part of a team, but he's the leader. It's really all about him. But they're just kind of part of the team. No, like they are the Crystal Gems. It's all of them together. And like they're all equal in this team. And we get to see that. And it's mm-hmm. like we're taking this such a usual like I'm not going to say trope. It's not really like you just have a team of people. And like, it, well, I guess it is a trope. And you have. And there's always, like, the leader, that standout character. But, yeah, yes, it's Steven Universe, but he's the main character, but then he's he's just the main character who's equal with the others in this team. And, like, I, that's such that's part of what's just so beautiful about this show is, like, in the beginning, it's, like, Steven figuring out how does he fit into the Crystal Gems? Like, what is he for? Why is he here? Like, how is he going to work? Like, he wants to help. He doesn't know how. And then now we're at this point where it's like, yeah, they're the Crystal Gems. Like, this crazy, like, they really can save the world. And we've seen them do it. And it's beautiful. And it's because of how they display Steven. Like, he's, he has to be, like, we have to have this male main character to subvert all these like you know like power rangers you know the red ranger like steven's like the coolest red ranger ever because he's not really the red ranger like because he's not 100 percent in charge like he's not be the pink ranger together is is that not it oh my god i think i (laughs) I think he'd be the pink ranger well in in power rangers he'd be the pink ranger like the red ranger's like in charge i mean i don't okay i I would be more Concerned with the color uh, uh, affiliations here, rather than uh, identifying with the leadership. Okay, so let's get back to Stephen. We'll get back to Stephen's kind of development or like progression throughout the series in a second. Let's let's kind of uh, reinforce this idea more. Here's another quote from uh, Michelle's article: By choosing Stephen as the show's central character. Rebecca Sugar is helping the audience to identify with a boy who not only embraces femini- femininity, female authority, and queerness, but also kindness, gentleness, compassion, and love, um, which is like my favorite quote from the article. Um, so, so like, I, 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 speaking for myself, I have a tendency recently to kind of, um, kind of like push male characters to the side in a lot of media, um, and like only care about the female characters Cough, that we're Rudy seeing. Cough. Um, cough like every series <laughs> except maybe like this one, right? Um, cough, ladybug, cough, and uh, also ladybug. And it's it's not, and it's like okay, so you just like why do you care about the female characters more? That's like a natural question. And I think the answer is just the typical portrayal of a male character is just so much less interesting to me. Um, it's and it's not like it's just typical. It's like it's universal almost in that these male characters have to embody traditional masculinity in a lot of ways and it's super tiring to see constantly in every single character so when which is part of what made avatar so compelling with it, yeah i think yeah. ang and steven have a lot of parallels guys you're there. stealing my points yeah so so like when i see uh an avatar or a steven universe right where i can identify so much with ang and steven it's 
uh, as characters who just aren't purely representative of uh, traditional masculine, traditional societal masculinity. It's super refreshing to see and even more powerful than uh, potentially uh, like progressive female character portrayal. Like, like that's kind of the thing. I don't know. It's it's like in the beginning, I just discounted Stephen Stephen's presence on the show, and a lot of it has to do with his changing role throughout the series, which I think is a lot of a lot of it. But um, it's just it's just so powerful to see uh, everything he he represents on on the show, um, and to see just uh, like like Michelle says, a subversive form of boyhood here. And um, I, I I think that he kind of just anchors all the progressive elements of the show. And like, not only that, but is like the biggest progressive element of the show. Well, he's the embodiment of everything that's like, that's obviously it's Steven universe. He's the main character. It's all about Steven, but like he's the embodiment of everything that the show is supposed to be. And like everything that it is like Steven makes it like, we could have all these great things, but if Steven was just like this aggressive over the top, like in charge yeah. guy like it wouldn't matter that we had all these awesome like queer and like super cool stuff going on in the show if we had like i don't i can't even like put into words like how like we wouldn't care yeah like, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't make it it's like steven is like he brings everything together in such like a beautiful way i feel like the the reason for that is because because Steven, it's the show's from his perspective, so kind of by default, the audience has to see things the way Steven does. Like even if like we disassociate and we're like, oh well, like Steven's like really annoying in the beginning, or like that's not like what I would do, you know, if I was a gem. But um, the fact that he he always treats people so so nicely, you know, and he never he never has that like internal kind of defensive hostility that say like Amethyst, Pearl, and Garnet do. Like for good reason, you know, they've been fighting gems for thousands of years. But Steven, like as a kid, you know, he he's he's still really impressionable, but he also doesn't have a lot of those kind of expectations that older people do, you know? Which is why I think it's so great to see him treat like say Lion or Lapis with so much like compassion and and trying to understand them from the get-go whereas like the gems like ultimately like oh no Stephen, like get away like you can't trust that like paradox yeah exactly you know so this is like the quintessential coming of age story like this is the (laughs) coming of age story that we've been waiting for in a society that you know we finally legalized gay marriage you know this past summer where we finally have like this character who embodies all this acceptness, acceptness, and it's not a weakness. Like it's not displayed as a weakness. It doesn't hurt Stephen in the end. It doesn't like. Yes, every like Lapis, like that was like Lapis is such a great example. Like the kindness that Stephen showed her, and then Lapis pays it forward. Lapis ends up saving all of them, and it's just this beautiful and like and Peridot too. Like Peridot ends mm-hmm. up, you know, she throws away everything that she's always always known and understood and even when she doesn't understand it she goes with steven like she doesn't betray the crystal gem she tries to help in like the only way she knows how and it's all because of steven because of the way steven touches people and hit their lives and it's, and that's what we're seeing is we're watching the show through steven and it's how we would hope that we raise our children and that children are raised to like always be accept like to be accepting and to be kind and to wait and to listen and that's who Steven is. And like we haven't there hasn't been a character like this before who is so like all encompassing, like great. Cause like this is everything we've been waiting for. A character like, like the, Steven. He's like the male role model no one knew they needed yeah. until he appeared. Exactly. Like no one was asking for a show with a strong male role model until we got Steven. Yeah, I, I think like despite us having a version of Steven and Aang in Avatar, and I think there's differences, and we'll talk about that more in a second second like yes i agree like it's it's i i was certainly wasn't asking for this right i've just my tendencies are just to ignore a lot of the male characters and i think that in large part like i was talking about how they mostly embody uh masculine traits and here i think as michelle points out in the article a big part of steven is like and the the message surrounding him is combating toxic masculinity now if you listened to that and instantly got angry at me using (laughs) that phrase then please uh 
listen to logic about it. I don't know. Like, that's a very legitimate phrasing. I'm very glad you used that phrase in the article. Like, that's that's a word. Very, <laughs> that's one of those uh, progressive buzzwords. Um, yeah, a lot of males get mad at. But uh, so toxic masculinity. Um, it's not that all masculinity in males are right toxic. It's that um, just applying masculinity to uh, all males, regardless of um, and, and not just masculinity, just this like. Uh, like, it's fitting people into boxes. It's it's, and, it's like, putting it's like it's, it's putting people into boxes, and it's also just like it's hurt. It hurts yeah, other people, right? It's it's it's, it's ridiculous it's, expectations. And it's not that a legitimate thing ways. that we should be, right? There's there's right. forms of masculinity that can be constructive, but a lot of toxic masculinity is uh, sexism, right, and stuff like that. So, um, just applying that, and even if characters aren't blatantly. Uh, uh, you know, sexist or any other prejudiced form. Um, it's it's just just seeing like a, the big thing that gets me is just like lack of emotions, lack of empathy, right? That we see from a lot of them. And Stephen really is all about subverting all that. And not only that, um, I think in various points throughout the series, we have had point we've had like episodes where Stephen falls back on. Um, just this tendency to embody traditional masculine traits and um, has to be like talked out of it. Right. Or like he learns it on his own. Um, mm-hmm. Two examples from the article, and then we'll see if we can come up with others. One is coach Steven, not an episode. I uh, remember a ton of, I definitely remember the great song from it um, as recently featured on Justin and I's, or I don't know if it was on Justin's top 10 songs. Oh, it's on my list. Oh, it's on. Yeah, <laughs> Justin's like, oh, it's oh, on there. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Overlyanimated.com/blogs. Yeah. Um. So, Michelle, why don't you talk a little bit about uh, Coach Steven and how it relates to this to this concept? Because I, I I need to rewatch that one. Okay. So, the episode's kind of about how. So at first, um, they go to this gem location where there's like this huge teleportation hub, and it's like. I guess the reason they give is, like, kind of silly. It's, like, it's interfering with, like, television signals, among other things. So Steven's like, oh, no, like, we totally have to destroy it now. So um, we see Garnet and Amethyst fuse for the first time um, into Sugalite. And um, she is very big and strong and aggressive and, you know, kind of a free spirit. And um, it pearls really ticked, you know, and it, it's kind of cool the way the show kind of like extrapolates on that very far down the line. But it's yeah, how she, they shape it. Yeah, and um, so Steven's like, oh wow, like, I should be stronger like that, strong in the real way. And Pearl has a lot of issues with that, and she's like, well, you know, Steven, like, you know, there are different ways of being strong. And he's like, oh, but this is like the one real way. So he starts um like a workout group with Lars and Sadie and his dad and um to like get buff and they got they kind of go along with it like I, I kind of always wondered why they're just like very like okay like yeah like let's work out too but they start working out and Pearl sings her song about how she wants to inspire him be his rock and you know and she ultimately she ends up defeating Sugalite in a battle because Sugalite has been formed for too long and it's kind of like melding Garnet and Amethyst together in a way that's a little unstable. Um, and she she beats out Sludgelite using her intellect and she like gets her to like trip on a hill and smash herself in the face with her big like weapon thing. And then so it's kind of it's kind of a Pearl episode as much as it is a Steven episode, because like it's kind of about Pearl realizing that she she's strong too, because halfway through the fight. She's kind of like, I'm sorry, like, I can't do it. Like, I'm not strong enough. And Steven's like, no, Pearl, you are. You're strong in the real way. So it doesn't, like, kind of, like, hand-fistedly come around and be like, this is the lesson of the episode. But I think in a big way, it shows how, you know, like, Steven, Steven doesn't need to be, like, physically stronger. He can be useful to the team as he is, the way Pearl can. Um and then that way, I think it's definitely trying to comment on like this issue surrounding like, well, if you want to be better, you need to be tougher mm-hmm. when really like there are so many ways to be better. Why limit yourself kind of a thing? Yeah. And it's like not you, you could envision a world in which Stephen came up with this uh, viewpoint through kind of societal influences. But even if the episode doesn't present that, it's clearly a parallel, right, mm-hmm. to 
yeah to kind of toughness compassion that steven learns then um it's like he's like he likes he it's his, his natural characters to be um like generally kind and caring and stuff and he like slips into it through through influence and uh just just representative of the ways that society societal pressures shape uh like young people like steven right so that's a great example and i think another one mentioned in the article is full disclosure and justin's definitely my my go-to guy on on full disclosure <laughs> how might you we talked about this for like 20 minutes <laughs> well let's talk about it again what do you think of steven's... yeah what do you think of steven's uh how steven's character relating to like his um general compassion and his uh like masculine femininity traits like happens in uh in his full arc and full disclosure okay and full disclosure i think uh we talked a lot about how he ended up going to connie in this episode and how or actually connie came to him as his rock and so i know the biggest part of this episode is probably steven realizing that he can go to people with his problems and i think that's really where he starts becoming this huge role model of it's okay to have emotion. It's okay to share your problems. And I think that step that he learned really plays into season two. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's like Steven again, kind of falls into a typical masculine society trap of, of like, Oh, I just need to deal with it for, for like everyone. Right. And, and he learns that no like i can i can share with connie too um i definitely think those are two clear clear example and it, it's it's like it, this is just like the show clearly ta- taking on uh toxic masculinity with steven right um can we think of other other examples from the show that do this i don't know if there are other like episodes that are as clear as these two um yeah well, well maybe we'll get to it more but yeah let's talk let's talk how uh steven's character uh, grows we've kind of been hitting on this a lot already right um and it's it's like it's as steven's character grows so does so does the show because in the beginning this is definitely like a show through steven's perspective and you know how many interviews does rex sugar have to do like, like saying that right so here's <laughs> one thing i want to know is like is the show still from steven's perspective now um that's kind of one thing i thought of when i thought about this topic like when when making that line like uh, we just had an episode uh, that like jumps through hoops to subvert uh, our typical viewpoints of the show and log date, whatever, right? Um, yeah. And I, I just I think I feel like the Stevens perspective thing is becoming less important to the show. Um, like, more, what, well, we're adding more and more characters, right? Yeah, like, definitely. You know, we added Peridot, and you know, you're like, okay, it's just one more character, but it's not because Connie has, Connie and Lars and um, Sadie, like, they're all like these background characters of Beach City are becoming so much more involved with the Crystal Gems and Mm -hmm. with the series, and it's, and I, and I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing that like we're stepping a little bit out of Steven's perspective because. We're kind of, I'm not, I mean, we're not, like, Steven isn't done. Like, he's not, like, he's not, you know, I mean, I'm not saying, like, oh, Steven has a lot to go. Like, he still needs to grow more as a person. Like, oh, Steven. But it's more like, Steven's at a really good point right now. Like, he's, like, Steven's pretty great. Like, he's at a really good, uh, like, resting point, I think, for a little bit for other characters to grow around him. And, like, he's causing so many other characters to grow. Like, Peridot is, has changed so much and is really becoming, like, who she, like, like she's find she's finding out that she can be whatever she wants to be, and it's through Steven. And I think this is this is what's so beautiful about the point that we're in the show right now is that it's not like it's still it's not really that it's not Steven's perspective. It's just more of like now we're seeing how Steven impacts the world around him. Like it was really Steven reacting and learning how to live in this world and what the world was shaping Steven to be and what the crystal gems were shaping Steven and like what he was learning. But now it's what Steven can give back to the world, like what Steven can give back to these characters and to the crystal gems. Right. Yeah. And I think that's like the shift is so profound and I think it's really like powerful and like, especially with Paradox, it's just, it's really interesting to see like where we're going to go from here. Yeah, I, I think it's very, there's a very clear parallel and or a clear distinction between seasons one and two with Steven. Like, 
it's it's it seems like a while ago, but in, Steven was like not like allowed to go on missions and stuff, right? And yeah, like, like he, yeah. Couldn't, he couldn't do anything. Like he was supposed to sit at home and just chill. That was a big. That was like, like a Steven, big plot like Steven go watch TV. Right. Yeah. Um, you know it. So it's in the begin like season one seems just very Steven centric. Uh, it's like what's Steven up to? Like uh, um, what ways are we giving info to Steven? He's being protected. He's like not part of. Um, uh, like the crystal gems, uh, in... Steven interacting with the citizens of Beach City, right? And we have a lot of that because he's not necessarily going on missions all the time. Whereas Steven yeah. season two, it's like not even an issue anymore. He's just a full member. Um, it's kind of seems like as uh, well. He's a full member. He's doing everything, and it's it's very sudden too. It is, yeah. Well, I think I think it's just not apparent at first. I'm not. I would need to like rewatch, right? Um, yeah, I definitely didn't realize it was happening until until like it kind of happened, right? Well, there was the well. I mean, there was it was there was an episode. It was like Stephen wants to go on missions. Stephen should go on missions, and like Stephen test run. Let's go. Oh yeah, that's true. We did have that in season at the end of season one. Yeah. Um, so Stephen had to run the gauntlet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Such a good episode. Yeah, I do think yes. that's an underrated episode. Yeah. Um, and and now we have uh, Stephen. It's it's like okay, Stephen's um, fully involved. Um, he's. Uh, it's also like not about protecting Steven anymore. Not only not is it not about protecting Steven, Steven's usually the one doing the protecting, right? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And it's and in addition, kind of one of the major like things I have uh, to like put up for for like whether you agree or not is um, I I think maybe at this point Steven knows everything that the rest of the Crystal Gems know. Um, like it was very obvious for a while that we are hiding everything from Steven, right? Yeah, but given the events of the last Stephen bomb, it's like does does Stephen really not know anything anymore? Oh, for sure. Well, I mean, he, there's so much he doesn't know about the other gem still, and I feel like he, especially for like Garnet and Pearl, they're gonna they've probably lived on Homeworld for so much longer. There's such a difference between like what they understand about how it works there socially. Then Steven's gonna get even from like the flashback we got in the answer. Mm-hmm. Like so, that's a very small snippet of a bit a much more complicated, larger world. Sure, yeah. yeah like but they've, they've been but they've been gone for so long. Like they haven't been true. on Homeworld, and I think actually like we are at that point. Like they're finding out things about. Yeah, that's why they don't yeah. trust Paradox. Like they're they don't know what's going on on Homeworld. They can only guess, and they've been left alone on Earth for so long. Like that was part of it. Like they had they had the big battle, and they were like, okay. The crystal gems protect this planet. Stay away. And now we're <laughs> beginning to have more of this conflict where the where the homeworld is coming back, and we're dealing with these infiltrations and like this conflict. And like the level, the, the amount of missions has increased like a lot. Like we went from like no mission episodes, and it's not just because Stephen wasn't on missions; it was because they weren't happening. And then we go to like we go from zero to sixty, and it's like we have to do all this stuff. We got to keep Paradox from touching things. We got to like Paradox messing around with stuff, and now Paradox on the team. We don't really trust her, and they're finding things out through Paradox. And when we saw Yellow Diamond, and I think we're at that point. Like Stephen knows just as much as the Crystal Gems, and they're going to be learning together what's really going on, because we're getting to a tipping point here with Homeworld, and we really don't know what's going on. And they've been so far removed from Homeworld for so long. Like Earth is their home. They, I mean, Homeworld's changed. They don't know what's going on. So, so on one hand, of course, like Stephen doesn't know everything, right? Because you know they're ancient. They're ancient. They're, they're ancient so <laughs> so uh, right. but, yeah, but on the other hand, like I just got this impression from last watching last Stephen bomb of like um, the the crystal gems plus Stephen who is Mark's gems, right? The, but the three when when someone says the crystal gems, do you like think of the three of them or do you think of Stephen too, like mentally? Well, the song "We Are the Crystal Gems." Right, but I don't know. I feel like uh, I have this impression of Crystal Gems. But the other song, Stephen and the Crystal Gems. Yeah, I think of Stephen and the Crystal Gems more than just the Crystal. I think gems. of it when I when I hear Crystal Gems, I like think of them as like a group of three, and then Stephen's kind of mm-hmm. yeah, which is I don't know. That's unfair to Stephen. I apologize. Well, I think a lot of it. I think it has to do more with like like the more I've watched, it's become like it was like that at first, and then now like very recently, it's like no, they're all the Crystal Gems. Yeah. Because Stephen used to refer to that, like Garnet Amosbrill, as the Crystal Gems when he was okay, like talking yeah. to people in Beach City. Yeah, that's true. And now it's more we. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So justified, although it's a, it is. And now Paradox joined. So yeah. Well. Okay. Well. Yeah. True. But that's Parad- going to be a weird mental adjustment. I can't wait. Um. But 
I don't, uh, yeah, that was a tangent. Um, so <laughs> Stephen, what was I saying? Uh, Stephen and, um, yeah, okay. So when they were watching Peridot, uh, in Thursday, the Thursday episode of the Stephen bomb, right? Communicate with Yellow Diamond. And it was the three of them plus Stephen. And they're like behind what the car or whatever. I don't remember, or the, yeah, the robot or, um, uh, and it's just like all of them, like watching this new information evolve at the same time. And it's like, Steven doesn't really need to ask anything. He's other, but the only right. thing Pearl reacts to is like, <laughs> it's like not all pearls know each other. Right. And that's like, I think we, talk, we talked so about this in the podcast too. Yes. Like expand, we touched on this. I was like, Steven that. didn't need, like Steven didn't need, like we talked specifically about this, that Steven didn't need to ask. Like the reason none of this was explained is because they were all finding out the information at the same yeah, time. Like yeah, Pearl, right. they felt the need to be like, we don't all know each other. And it's because like, that's it. Steven's learning just as yeah, much as Yeah. And it's like, are. it's like, that's the thing with that line. It's funny, but it's also it's like, like indication. you ask your mom a question and she's like, I know just as much about it as you do. Like, right. shut up. It's, like, yeah. It's like, like, it's like Pearl didn't have anything to add to it, right? It's just like, okay, there's another Pearl. Okay, yeah. Um, but that's the thing. Like, we're at a point with new events with the homeworld now that Steven kind of has, is on the is on a level playing field. We've 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 come so far in the past seven episodes, um, and it's specifically just those seven episodes that uh, you've just learned so much about the homeworld. Like, it almost has answered every question yeah. you've had to a certain extent. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of like major questions like uh like with um there's a lot of debate like what's rose's role and all of this and stuff but just compared to before uh it's it's kind of it's kind of definitive now and, and, and like like i would say there's like 50 if there were like 50 fan like major like questions right i feel like 40 of them now we have answers to just in the last seven episodes so um i i don't know i feel like we're at a turning point with steven where um Steven, at least in terms of relevance of events, major events in the plot, is on a level playing field with them. Which 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 uh asks the question uh, then um is the show's Steven's perspective thing still valid? Is it still kind of a major component of the show? Not it's not teaching anymore. This isn't Steven needs to learn how to be a crystal gem. This is Steven is a crystal gem and we have to move forward. We have a new we have an enemy. We have we had something is coming we have like the earth's going to explode like we have all this stuff that's going on that we have to deal with and like basically like playtime's over like um okay we've gone how long have we gone delaney hasn't made harry potter reference yet this is um order of the phoenix like dark lord's here we have to stop playing around and actually learn some magic like we gotta go and that's what this is this is learning like school's over steven like he knows everything now like not everything obviously but like he he's at the same point with homeworld as the rest of the crystal gems and they have to move forward from here they it's everyone's here like teams all together we we have to move we have to go like it's action time is is it important like that the show is from steven's perspective anymore i don't know i feel like we've lost a lot of what that meant not that that's a bad thing i think I think it definitely is going to say from Steven's perspective. I think the show might come up with increasingly creative ways to, like, say, like, like the answer is really good up, um, example because, like, it's, like, basically kind of an excuse to show a flashback by being like, oh, it's your birthday, Steven. Do you want to hear a story? Yeah. And then, like, the whole rest of the episode is just, like, a flashback, which doesn't really have Steven in it, but, like, it has, like, a... Uh, a reason that makes sense in the context of the show being from his perspective. Yeah, and the same with him finding um, Peridot's um, recorder in Log Date. Like, most of the episodes in a flashback from her logs, not really about Steven, but um, the show makes it kind of consistent in that way. And I feel like they're probably still going to continue to do that because it seems really important for the show to stay in Steven's perspective. Because like, they've been so consistent about it. And Rebecca does talk about it a lot because people keep asking her. So I don't think that's really going to change. It's, it's, I think it's just more how we understand it. Mm-hmm. I think narratively, if they don't have that, they'll end up like Adventure Time. Exactly. Anything could happen. It's more about the world itself than any character. And they'll kind of lose focus. I agree. But, this, but if we're here, it's how Steve, like, and I, like I said this earlier, it's like, we went from how the world is impacting Steven. Now it's how Steven is impacting the world. And I think that's how this is going to maintain Steven's perspective. Like now we're seeing how Steven can change those around him and like the power he has in this world. And that's how we're going to maintain mm. that perspective. 
So it's like because the flip we've side. had the shift. Yeah, it's like we've had this shift. It's we went from school learning Stephen, you know, turn figuring out how to become Steve, uh, a crystal gem and like how to be Stephen, and now it's. I mean, he's still growing. Like you know, that's how you learn. You know, you help others and like that. You know, like it's like the whole idea of like tutoring someone. You teach somebody and you learn it better yourself. Like that's how Stephen's going to develop it from now on. Is like touching the lives of like like Peridot and the characters like that and like moving through the world that way by like shaping the world around him instead of the world shaping him. And that's how we're going to move through now with like this, like it's still Steven's perspective. It's just a shift in Steven's perspective. Yeah. Okay. So that was great. So walking back a little bit to summarize this great sequence. Um. So ju- yeah, Justin's wrote, written about kind of the dynamic adventure times world building has had. And I think it is like top five, uh, like world, yeah, like worlds buildings and animated shows, right? And like one of your yeah. main points is that Adventure Time like has the most expansive world because it's able to just so easily walk away from its main characters and just have per- episodes from other people's perspectives in a way that just other shows don't do that. And it's I think Steven Universe clearly like um, is trying not to do that because of this this Steven uh, perspective dynamic. So to a certain extent, like it just anchors the show, right? Um, it, it 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 makes a, it makes sure that we don't um go that we don't go off and have like <laughs> have like a it yellow, doesn't become Game of Thrones beach city like it's right not yeah that. okay that's a good point too switching perspectives like that that being said two of the past five episodes have subverted our typical plot structure right so True. um that's notable we'll see if the trend continues um I'm uh, sure we might see an episode that's completely like. It's completely entirely Stephen Epson. That would be the point of the episode. Like, what are we gonna do? Well, Stephen's that would break here. the rules, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I don't think it well, would break the rules. Yeah, it, it, that, it, it would point it out. Actually, it would make it so much more obvious that this is from Stephen's perspective. Yeah, and I think but that's the actually like proves the rule. Yeah, it would be like hmm. that episode would be like. LOL, we had this conversation, this episode happened, and be like, oh, she got us, Rebecca Sugar got us. Man, she'll stop answering that question in interviews, she'll just be like, go watch this episode, please. Interesting, I'd have to see how that was done, right. And so, and the other thing Delaney said was that in uh, season, we could say season one is um, shaping, through Steven's perspective, shaping Steven. And then season season two kind of has been... um, through the perspective that Stephen has gained in season one, Stephen shapes those around him. Um, and we've definitely seen that with Peridot, right? Like, that's kind of been a major thing. Um, and why it's, that's, why, that's why this is such a beautiful coming-of-age story, because, like, this is how you want, this is, how, like, you know, it's how you would want to grow up and to, like, be a person. Like, you know, you get shaped, and then you begin to shape others around you. Like, you, I mean, you, like, generally, you'd want to, like, you want to be that kind of person who, like, touches the lives of those, you know, everyone you meet, like, impact somebody's life in, like, positive ways, and that's what Steven does. And it's such a beautiful example that we have this kid do, going through this in such a, like, very tangible way. Yeah, in a very positive way, too, which is what I think is really nice. I think this show is really good at, like, showing rather than telling. And I feel like there's a lot left unsaid in the way the characters interact with each other. It just feels more real to life because it's more abstract in a way. Like, for instance, I guess, like, in a maximum capacity, when... Amethyst it kind of blows up at Greg because she she's mad that he wants to spend time with Steven and not watch this show that's kind of helping her disassociate from issues that are going on since, you know, the first time they watched the show. And um when she shape shifts into Rose, like that's such a that's such a smack in the face, you know, to Greg. Like that's such a and like you can tell how hurt he is about it because like he like bends over and like closes his eyes and like Stephen has that very kind of stunned expression that they like hold on for like slightly too long, and Stephen doesn't like blow up at Amethyst. He's just kind of like I get there's a lot of like issues going on in the past, but like you need to let go of some of it because we need to like you know we need to move forward, and it doesn't end with like Amethyst like being super like torn about anything she like fixes the f- the picture frame and she gives it to greg and they exchange that like nice little like look at each other of acknowledgement that they're they're, g- they're gonna be okay and it's just it's so nice you know because like when you're a kid i feel like especially like when there's like an adult authority figure in your life like no one's perfect and people are gonna hurt you but it doesn't it's not as clear-cut as being like oh well this just makes them a bad person right it's like 
there's there's so much about them you still don't know and it doesn't mean you love them any less it's like you just can't you can't fully grasp what's going on but that's not the point the point is like you care about them and you know that this isn't like gonna mean bad things are gonna happen down the road it's just like you know people are complicated and in that sense i think like Steven Universe as a show does a, such a better job at giving realistic characters because of that, you know? Like, a show that's so much about, like, right and wrong. There is so much gray in Steven Universe. Yeah, and they so much gray. so well. So. Yeah, for sure. Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, no, I think that was that. that's true. And and getting back to this this kind of concept of Steven shaping others now... Um, I'm I, 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 I'm starting to wrap things up. I kind of want to look into like how we might apply this future uh, in the future on the show, right? Because I think pretty clearly, like we're it's it's hard to like view where the show is because we've been on this barn arc, pair dot arc, right, for so long. Um, but large part of that arc was just Stephen kind of and the other gems influencing Baradot through their interactions with her, and then Baradot ultimately arriving at a place where she's um, like develops like. Uh, uh, autonomy autonomy and like empathy right and is is now a member of them so we have a bunch of other characters who this could who this could apply to so it's like where do we go now we don't know where the show is going but um there's two other missing characters who we might see right so uh it's it's interesting to think like will lapis and jasper like have similar paradox arcs with steve even uh will like if yellow diamond came down would would steven like <laughs> talk her into being nice right like like how how is this going to apply to uh, paradox to a certain extent was just like the, like a small fry right like once we get into yeah. these, these other yeah. harder to get and i do think even lapis would be harder to to convince right because well, she's also a- just like how is steven gonna how is it gonna impact steven interacting with someone like like yellow diamond that's like, how is yeah. that gonna has has, really has steven ever interacted with someone who just he's not going to be able to like make nice or like have any sort of positive interaction with right so like and that's the thing like he hasn't and it's like and i've i mean i get this a lot that like i can talk to anybody and like when you do encounter someone that you can't talk to it's very much of a shock and like it really does like can just stops you in your tracks and it'll be very interesting to see it because we have to be going there like steven can't just make everyone happy and hold hands and be, and like everyone not everyone can be a crystal gem and it'll be really interesting like how this is going to play out like i can i actually cannot fathom steven and, like steven doing what he paired off with jasper like i can't imagine that happening and i could i don't know i could almost see more with jasper so than we don't Lattis, know but, about jasper yeah, we don't it's know. really hard to say what but she we need, would but we need to have that character though we need to have that moment for steven mm-hmm. yeah so like he, I, he, steven has to hit that wall i can imagine a situation where and like there's some sort of spaceship coming from homeworld and the crystal gems have the option to kind of knock it out of the sky and kill everyone on it in order to like protect earth right and i feel like um garnet amethyst pearl would do that kind of very fast yeah, um, would. but i think steven would absolutely not allow that so no, right steve i mean and we know we know that we know the sway steven holds over the crystal gems yeah and so- we know that like so I think some sort of situation like that would be very interesting to see how, you know, like how would Steven deal, how would Steven deal with an Aang in the book three finale type situation? Right. Those are right. Like that like an impossible decision. You can totally, and you know, maybe without a, a Dale Ex Machina to save, to save the character, right? right? So, without, without a rock in the back. Well, you know, without an energy bending, right? So it's, it's like, how would, how, which of the many, what is I referring to? That was the question. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, it's like, how would Steven react react in that type of situation? Um, I'm just very excited to see Steven interact with a potentially very jaded Lapis. I feel like oh, yes. Steven's interactions oh, yeah. with Lapis have been, very, uh, Lapis, have been really, uh, fapis, really uh, fascinating so far. Um, I, think, I think that might actually affect Steven and the gems more than anything, because the gems did something to Lapis. We don't know mm-hmm. what, but Lapis does not like them. And when Steven finds out what happened that she got in the mirror, that could really upset this kind of perfect balance we have right now. A lot of people are like, are big on this, uh, this, the crystal gems, like did something awful to Lapis and then trapped her in the mirror. Right. I, well, I've, I've seen that a lot of places. They, I mean, it's without a doubt that they were complacent in the fact that she was trapped 
Do we do we know for sure that they yes! did something to her? Yes, yes. yes because Pearl has they a line. A Pearl has a line where she's like, I had no idea that the gem in that mirror was so powerful after like Lapis like tells them what jerks they are. And she's like, didn't you rem- even care who I used to be? So they might not have known it was Lapis, but they definitely like knew it was a gem. I feel like people are expecting some big, some big like, uh, like Pearl specifically did this and like was uh, like torture. Like, I don't know about that. Out of Lapis. I, I, I feel like I don't think that's yeah. what happened. I, I don't. I've never gotten that impression, honestly. But I, I think that's well. The thing is, the very obvious, like there was this complacency, which of course, and that was the situation you were um, suggesting, Dylan, was that we would have this moment of, in a heartbeat, they would blow up a ship full of homeworld gems, and Stephen would be like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa!" <laughs> yeah. But and of course, like I mean, like we know how the gems are, and that's that's been one of the big things about this season is like the crystal gems aren't how we would just like they're not perfect and they have their prejudice just as much as homeworld is and it's very and it's going to be very interesting to see how steven begins to navigate this world because we're dealing with a garnet and a pearl and an amethyst who are more hostile than we've ever seen them like mm-hmm. how they dealt with how they dealt with um peridot the hints we got at when we encountered lapis for the first time and I think this is really this is something that my I'm like I think we're going to be at a breaking point with the crystal gems. So naturally they'll get back together, but I do think we're at a point where Steve, it's kind of that moment where you know you realize your parents aren't right about everything, your parents aren't perfect. Steven's going to have that with the crystal gems, and it's already beginning to happen. Yeah, it's definitely begun to happen in a couple episodes. Like it happened a little in political power towards the end, and definitely in the test too. I feel they're almost building towards like a split where you have yeah. Steven and like his gems that he brought together mm. and we're going to see them like have their own like maybe two episodes maybe just some kind of this is what Steven did on his own away from the gems and see kind of how those two groups interact. I like how Steven's way might be better. Yeah, there's going to be like too many gems to be one <laughs> at some point. We're going to have too an many gems. Think we're, I don't think we're going to split split them up like right now. Like not, I, I think this might permanently. No, no, I don't think. I, yeah, I could see this arc happening. I think it's like end of season. I mean, we just had Peridot join. Um, it's it's. I don't know. It's 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 easy to see us as farther than we are because we've just made no progress. But well, I think like we're heading like we're heading there. I mean, we, there's no we really can't comment on when this is going to happen. But like, I do think we can like point at like a general direction we might be heading. Uh, okay, since we're on the topic, briefly, uh, lap- <laughs> Lapis, Crystal Gem, yes or no? Uh, no. no. like one episode uh, and she sacrifices herself. No, no, no. That would be yes. really... That's I feel good. like the show would do that. Two. That would be not, really nasty take, thing to do. I feel like Lapis, like Lapis is going to finally go home. I think that's how Lapis has to end up. But where's her home? I mean, because well, I think she wants. To, I think she'll somehow make her way back to Homeworld. But that's what she wants. It's not like, even though we might think that's not really what she needs, it's what she wants. And I think Lap. It's either going to be like I feel like Lap. Like Lapis is going to be that character that like really is going to like be that wall for Steven. Because that was the thing, we got so close to Lapis, and it was just Steven, like, Steven just didn't understand why he couldn't, like, get through to Lapis, and then he did, and then, like, everything went crazy. So I think, like, Lapis has to be that character, like, it has to be Lapis for, like, for, like, that wall Steven has to hit. That, like, he can't, like, he can't control people, he can't, like, there are some people that you can't reach, and I think Lapis is going to be that person. I feel like she's coming around, well, okay. Uh, are we allowed to no, talk no about this? Okay. Oh, man. Okay. I haven't seen them. Um, don't, don't spoil me. Can we... I think... Based on, like, jailbreak, then, um, <laughs> I think it's fair to... Or maybe um, not jailbreak, but the return. It's fair to say, like, Stephen's had an impression on Lapis, and I think she's definitely reached a point where she's willing to go to, like, pretty considerable lengths to protect him. I don't think she's willing to protect the Crystal Gems in general, Yet, I'm chillated when he goes to talk to her and she has that line, like, just let me do this for you. Like, she she makes it about Steven, not really about saving the Earth or, like, the other crystal gems from Jasper. It's just about Steven. She's kind of just, like, paying the book back since he helped her out. But I think, I think there's definitely a chance that she'll come around. I think it might take 
a while. But then again, I thought the Parada arc was going to be like yeah. a season two finale. And that happened really quickly. So maybe she'll turn around a lot faster. Yeah, I, I, I think that we have a big moment to come with Lapis and Steven. I don't know where it's going beyond that, but like something that has to be resolved before any sort of Lapis thing happens. What a cop out, Dylan. I, I mean, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I don't honestly, I don't think the spoilers say anything about this, but I don't know. We'll see. Um, Jasper, any chance she's a crystal gem? Yes, no. I really wanted no. to, but I don't see again. There, we we've seen her like in three episodes, and she's always yeah, like, we've seen nothing from her. Yeah, Peridot wasn't super, you know, approachable for the first handful of episodes we saw her in. So, but Peridot's useless. <laughs> she, I mean, she she fired at the crystal gems and the return and like, the captured with a broken wing that Stephen was like, <laughs> yeah, but isn't it her. about intent though, right? Like. Weren't weren't just, weren't Jasper and Peridot at the same point, so couldn't Jasper? That's true. Peridot well, was I trying just, to kill them for a while. Well, I just I can't. I also don't want the show to be like everyone. Stephen just grabs gems yeah. and brings them together. Like obviously, I want everyone to be happy, and I don't want Crystal Gems to die and things. But like, I I also don't want it to be like Stephen. <laughs> like I don't want this to be How to Train Your Dragon. Hiccup yeah. touches a dragon, he joins him. Like I don't want that. <laughs> like we need to have some. We need to have some conflict with Stephen and like how he deals with people. So I'm I'm curious to see what Jasper's reaction is to seeing Peridot with the crystal gems. Right? Like mm-hmm. Jasper just flips. Do we out. do we know how close they were? Uh, well, not really. Not, not really at all. Bodyguard. Yeah. They? Yeah. It's like are in like are any home can any homeworld gym be close to another gym either? Like how their society functions. Yeah, because no, like none can, of them right, really identify right, yeah. as individuals. So like I feel like they're she's just gonna say something really offensive, like the way she dealt with like, oh the fusion's back. Like that she's gonna say like fusion's just tactic to make blah <laughs> Like she's just gonna say stuff like that. She's just gonna spew the company line at Paradot. And Paradot's just gonna be like, whatever. She's gonna she's Parado- like it's gonna literally go like she says something insulting and the Paradot's gonna be like, whatever you Claude, and then like that's how that's gonna happen. Yeah, it might be that Paradot's the one that changes Jasper's mind way more than Steven does. Yeah, I would imagine that would have to be like the case there. Interesting, interesting. And then of course there's the Lapis uh Paradot dynamic, right? That that the fans overstate, so, <laughs> so we'll as fans are wont to do. As yeah, as, as the as as one is. Okay, so I think we are sufficiently off topic that we can <laughs> start to wrap this up. I mean we got in our, our, our lines before potentially the show abruptly comes back, although it doesn't seem like it will be in the next week. I feel like we've just been edging towards another Steven bomb. Well, we're definitely doing it at some yeah. but who knows when. Um, it's like it tries. I mean, like we're gonna get that first before we get regular airings. Oh, we're if definitely. Ever I don't even know if we'll get regular airings. Um, it, like I'm trying to like think of Cartoon Network's logic because there's gonna be like a, a Powerpuff Girls bomb in April. So, right. so like, would they do that at the same time? Probably not, right? So it's gonna be earlier, later. I don't know. Uh, alternate months. Alternate months. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I think they wouldn't be able to. I guess they don't have enough episodes for that. It's it's just incredibly frustrating. Five months, um, one week. It's, again, with the lack of communication, um, it's 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 unacceptable, especially with the leaks, right? So we're basically at a point where they're Nick right now. So who knows? Well, in a format, in a format that just doesn't fit like the fandom they've reached. Yeah, I agree with that. Like Steven Universe is outgrown like where it's at right now. Like how Cartoon Network treats it, like. Steve Universe has outgrown it. Just like Nick had no idea what they were doing with Korra. Yeah, I mean, I think there's certainly an element of that, right? Cartoon Network seems to be doing the bombs thing with all their shows now. So yeah, yeah, no, it's literally all of their shows. Like We Bear Bears, Clarence, like everything's just a week. Yeah. So like so we will see. Um, yeah, I think that's good for. I don't. Know, I guess we were talking about Steven, but we got into <laughs> the future of that. But yeah, so we will let us know what you thought of any of the points we hit on here. Um, I wanted to talk about Steven's uh, relationships with like all the characters, but I think we can do that. I think we'll be able to hit on a lot of that in a separate podcast. Um, yeah, let us let us know what uh, what you thought of this format. What um, like says future, potentially future topics overlyanimated.com you can comment on the youtube video you can send us asks at uh tumblr, tumblr. links which are on overlyanimated.com i'm dylan that's delaney justin michelle uh you can 
congratulations, Michelle, first podcast, Justin, second podcast, Ray. Um, I think Yay. this is very good. So get your gold stars. Yeah. Oh, you do? Well, that's encouraging, Dylan. Yeah. No, I think that no, this is very We're good. We're good noodles. We're good noodles. <laughs> good noodles. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah. Feedback. Um, and it was it's atypical for us to have this many people on, right? So um since oh god when was the last time well we just before that never right so, so zootopia doesn't count oh it doesn't no okay you're the you were the you were the highest on that movie though <laughs> well, well i just meant like that discussion was different than how this discussion functions oh well, of course okay so let us yeah let us know what you thought um overlyanimated.com you can support us on patreon at patreon.com slash overly animated thanks to our Oh, I need to add. Uh, thanks for our current patrons: Shayna, Mitch Cordell, Beatrice, Nate, Andy, Jamie, Rachel, and um, new patron John Reed. Uh, we don't have a nickname. He's he's nicknamed himself on Patreon. Also, I'm loading that. I forgot his uh, his patron name. So we'll wait for this to load. Uh, uh, AKA. Hey, now, if you're Mitch Cronin for CB Exchange, Buzz like your mailman, Rachel Rose, and to be determined. And of course, Patreon logged me out. But uh, yeah. yeah, John, I believe, is his name. So thank you. <laughs> thank you, you, John. Thank you. You too can, <laughs> can, uh, can join us on uh, the Patreon exclusive Facebook, which is a hotbed of conversation about. <laughs> about a lot of stuff oh patron just changed our creator pages. and sam streams things and you can watch sam play video games oh yeah we should totally put that right resender on yeah. patreon okay cool so a bunch of stuff like that so thank you all and let us know what you thought of this format hopefully we'll be weekly with this um with some combination of these people and yeah last, last thoughts on steven Steven's the most precious cinnamon, cinnamon roll. Like, he's yeah. How did we go through this entire podcast without anyone saying cinnamon roll sweet. until you just said it just now? That I think that's the most remarkable thing. Is then no it's because it. I held back myself. That's why I restrained myself from saying it every five minutes. Yeah. Uh, so congrats on us not saying cinnamon roll until the <laughs> over the hour mark. So Delaney ruins it like usual. <laughs> oh yeah, obviously like usual, totally. Okay, thanks, listen, guys. We will see you next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs>